I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode. We're so excited that you're here. And last week, we said that we were going to start reading a review of the week. So we have a good one for you. This is coming from Pansy Perfect. Um, So if that's you, love your name. (laughs) Uh, Make sure that you send us a DM because you will get a little gift from Jesse and I. Mm -hmm. So this particular review was titled so much love in all caps. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she said, listen, friends, these ladies are the best. They're new, but with old business souls. They're genuine, realistic, and most of all, full of awesome ideas and motivation to set your work week on fire. I can't wait for Thursdays each week to hear what fun stuff they have to chat about. I share y'all's page every chance I get and encourage my HD gals to listen in. Thanks, ladies, for sharing your experiences with the world. Your energy is invaluable. How sweet. That was so sweet. Absolutely love that. Love that you're here every Thursday. And not Mm -hmm. only that, that you're sharing it with your friends. Yeah. That's awesome. Keep sharing away. Keep sending in your reviews. And maybe we'll put yours up here. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do this every single week. (laughs) All right. So today we are diving into pre-licensee do's and don'ts. I feel like we've both been getting a lot of DMs and talking to a lot of agents that are thinking about getting licensed or in the process, right? I think this is such a good topic and I'm so glad that it's finally like kind of come to light a little (laughs) bit because I think pre-licensing is such a a valuable time right and people don't understand the power that they have it's like the ramp up right and so for so many reasons I mean there's common questions that we get but a lot of them are what should I be doing while I'm preparing for and getting my license complete Mm -hmm. so now today We will share an entire list of do's and don'ts here momentarily, but the number one thing we tell every single person in our industry is to just simply not be a secret agent. If you're in school, don't hide that. Make it a point to shout it from the rooftops because your sphere of influence is watching and they're rooting for you to succeed. So anyone who's not being a cheerleader, maybe you're getting some of that. I don't know, but they absolutely shouldn't be in your circle anyways. Yeah. Most people are going to be very supportive and happy of your new journey. And yeah, I mean, I I couldn't agree more. We talk about this all the time, but people are just afraid to share this new journey or they make the mistake of thinking that you have to be fully through school and completely licensed before you can share anything about it. And you these people couldn't be more wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our collective members, Kate Schultes, because she's a great example of not being a secret agent. So as soon as she started real estate school, she started sharing that journey on Instagram. And once she knew that she was joining the collective, she shared that as well. And once she was fully licensed, it only took her a couple of weeks to get active buyers because she had already done the legwork in sharing about becoming a realtor. I believe one of those buyers came from like a referral, like a mm-hmm. someone in her SOI was like, oh, hey, 
Kate is a new realtor in Arizona. She can help you. And she referred them out. So cool. You know, so don't keep it a secret because you never know who in your SOI may themselves be approaching a home purchase or a home sale, or they might know somebody who also is like Kate. So it's a great example. Absolutely. I love that. Let's dive into our do's and don'ts now, shall we? Yes. Do you want to kick us off? I will kick us off. So do's. Number one, (laughs) listen to the Socially Modern podcast. Oh my gosh. Shameless plug. Shameless plug here. But really, there's so many ways to become a successful realtor. But honestly, if you're looking to stay current in our society as we know it, um, and you guys all know, we're big believers in mastering your social media presence to build your business sustainably and all on your own. Yeah. I mean, total shameless plug here, but I tell prospective agents that I that I meet with who are in school, who are thinking about joining the collective, you know, I tell them that this is one of the things that you can absolutely do while you're mm-hmm. still in school. Like, you know, you're not only getting familiar with the real estate lingo because we use it so casually because this is our profession, but you're also learning things that you're kind of collecting information like a sponge I had another gal, shout out to Haley, within the collective in North Carolina because Mm. she was just a gigantic sponge like when she was going through her pre-licensing and stuff in North Carolina. She was just soaking up all of this information. And then once she finally got the green light to go ahead and start doing social media marketing for her business, she had like all these content plans already put together and stuff like that. So so there's so much value to be had in the podcast and we design it that way. (laughs) Right. (laughs) On top of that, uh, you should also be sharing your schooling journey on social media, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, this goes back, like we've just been talking about, don't be a secret agent. You should be sharing your journey of becoming a realtor and diving into all things real estate. It's like Jesse was saying, I mean, this is going to, we're going to expand on this, but start talking to teams, brokerages. Um, You're going to all of your trainings, right? You're listening to marketing podcasts and beyond. Uh, This will give you the confidence boost, honestly, that you Mm -hmm. kind of need when you're getting started. Um, And when you're officially licensed, like we just pointed out with Kate, I mean, you're probably already starting to kind of have a lineup of clients, Mm -hmm. buyers, sellers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think people get so invested in our lives Mm -hmm. when you share things on social media. Like it could be the most mundane thing. Like I recently switched deodorants (laughs) (laughs) and I had like three different people that were in my DMs like, let me know what you think of it because X, Y, Z, you know, I'm thinking of changing too and stuff. But like people get invested in the most random stuff. So don't discount your schooling journey. Talk about that. Like, are you going to an actual classroom? Are you doing it all virtually? And you never know who might also in your sphere of influence have thought about becoming a real estate agent and now you get to help them. And if you're with EXP, it's even better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> plug. Another <laughs> plug. That's fine. Um, so yeah, like Stephanie mentioned, you can also research brokerages and teams in your area to find a good fit for how you want to run your business. Um, don't wait until you're licensed to find a team. You can kind of knock out a bunch of stuff simultaneously while you're pre-licensing. And I think it's super smart to people, for people to actually start kind of interviewing different teams, team leads and brokers 
and brokerages just to kind of get a feel for what's out there. And as a new agent, you don't know, you know, you don't know anything, right? right? So you're kind of coming into it blindly, but I'm big on like vibes and feelings. And like, if you don't vibe with a certain team or team lead, then you don't have to know anything about real estate to be like, yeah, that's not the place for me. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Um, but yeah, I mean, start paying attention to different teams and team leads and really figure out who you feel like you align with most. And like, what is it about them that draws you to them? You know, do they give you a good feeling? You know, um, you just, you don't know what you don't know, but you can go off of vibes and feelings. And if you're listening to this podcast, we can kind of assume that maybe you're wanting to take the social media angle. So you want to make sure that you find a team that maybe does social media training because they support you, because if that's the direction you want to go, I meet with so many people who in their independent broker brokerages or in their teams, they want to implement social media or they're using social media and their brokers turn around and they're like, Hey, looks like you're killing it on social media. Do you want to teach our group how to do that? When in reality, they're looking for training and support and <laughs> on how to use right. social media better. And that's why they're on a call with one of us yep. to learn about the collective is because they're wanting to elevate their social media game, but in turn, their brokers are turning around and asking them to give all of this information without receiving anything in return. Yeah. Nope. I see it all the time too. So it's, it is one of those things, it's kind of like being a part of a mastermind where you're like always the one sharing and, and ultimately you're like, well, I'm not really like gaining any, yeah. any benefit there. And I feel like that does happen a lot when you're like doing stuff on social media because it has been such a thing that a lot of people don't know what mm-hmm. to do. So I'm sure you've experienced that too, Jesse. Yeah. I have, certainly. <laughs> yeah. So if social media is like the direction you want to go, we, of course, you know, would love to talk to you about the Socially Modern Collective. I mean, that's why we created it. We are one of, if not the only team that specializes and focuses solely on social media training. Absolutely. I I yeah. Mean, if, if I'm wrong, please send me a DM because... I don't know of any other team that does what we do. <laughs> um, anyway, but I mean, don't be afraid to make the wrong decision either. Sometimes you have to go through what you don't like to figure out what you don't like. Right. And then you can it's make true. the decision from there. So anyway, research those brokers and teams and kind of figure out what direction you want to go. Um, another one that you can do while you're in pre-licensing is creating a prospective client form or a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. We actually had some of our newer agents do this as well. And I thought it was so smart. This is all stuff that I didn't do. (laughs) That I wish I did. Yeah, that that I I wish I knew. Exactly. (laughs) I wish I would have thought of this, but like a prospective form. So like uh, while, you know, you're sharing about your schooling journey and things, you can go into Google Forms google it if you don't know what it is but you can create a form that basically just asks some qualifying questions like what's your name what's your email where are you looking to buy when are you looking to buy you know you can kind of ask some questions like that and then you're basically just collecting data right absolutely you're collecting information it's like lead capturing without being an actual realtor yet Mm -hmm. but you can kind of gather that information and then capitalize on it later once you are licensed and then kind of guide them through the process. But at that point, you're already building out your pipeline, which is huge so in huge. this industry. Yep. So 
yeah i mean don't discredit those clients who like might be buying like in a year in a year or so or the clients that chose to rent like you want to keep them in your pipeline like stay in front of them that's why we use social media to stay top of mind with people Um, another thing that you can do is think about your um, service area and target client like where do you want to be selling real estate you can really kind of discover your niche or ideal client and really start to nail that down before you ever get licensed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that we help our new agents through once they're licensed and onboarded onto the team. But there's nothing that says you have to be licensed before you decide <laughs> how where, you, you know, yeah. where you want to sell or who you want to target. So sometimes it's just nice to, to have that figured out beforehand. So absolutely. I think sometimes it can be a little bit difficult, like at first, I know when I got got told to do that early on, I was like, I have no idea who my ideal client is. Like, I just want to sell a house to like anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we totally get that. But we always say too, like, it's great to I you know know who your ideal client is at least. And um, a lot of times, this can come from your connection points. Mm-hmm. And your connection points are something that Jesse and I talk about a lot on the podcast. So if you haven't, or you're just started listening to us. Start going back through some of our prior episodes on branding and discovering your niche Mm -hmm. um, and go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll just doing all of this stuff is really going to give you the advantage once you are licensed to really just like hit the ground running. It really does. Again, these are all things that like we wish we knew then. (laughs) Yeah. And it's things that we've noticed now going forward. Um, And we've had people who have taken advantage of that time. And because of it, they came out running Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know in their careers which was really cool guns a (laughs) blazing and done really well with it so yes uh okay so another thing that you can start doing while you're in pre-licensing is start crafting your personal brand and make sure that it aligns with your desired brokerage and team (laughs) one of our favorite ways to develop (laughs) our branding was honestly just to really think about what colors schemes or designs drew your attention most Think about your house. Is your home design style like bold with high contrasting colors? Maybe like Jessie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of her her scheme, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's warmer tones with small pops of color here and there. I mean, that's kind of more my vibe, right? Or maybe you're somebody who really just likes a lot of vibrant colors and you want to expand on that for your brand. Like that's totally fine. There's no right or wrong here, but I would highly suggest, you know, during this time, like just be creative, go on, create maybe a Pinterest board and just start saving things that you love that like attract you. And then overall, look at that, look at all of those pins and think, okay, what is it overall? That's like kind of the the theme here. You know, you will may realize that you're kind of drawn to certain like aesthetic or certain tones. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's really powerful. You can create kind of like a mood board if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, It's just kind of fun to do that. And then you'll be like, okay, I have like a good idea of what my branding is going to look like. And that's something that you can start implementing while you're sharing because you're not being a secret agent Mm -hmm. out there on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I love doing that too. Like Pinterest is amazing. I love just Mm. those Pinterest sessions where you just hop on there and you're just like, Ooh, I like that. And I I like that. And I like that. And you just, you know, put it all on one board and, And yeah, I mean, I think it's really revealing, like we've talked about the closet trick too. like walk into your closet and what's the overwhelming, you know, color Color. wheel, (laughs) you know, in your closet. Like if you walked into my closet, you would see uh, white, green, gray, a little bit of blue or like teal. Yeah. And black. 
Yeah. Like that's what you would see. So like that's how I've modeled my color, my color wheel on uh, for my branding and stuff. But yeah, again, having all of this stuff in place just kind of sets you ahead ahead of the game doing the legwork here and there um is really going to set you ahead and even if you don't have it all figured out don't fall into the perfectionist you know trap you don't need it all figured out but if you at least have an idea then once you partner with the right people and move forward you're going to be able to go and move a lot faster absolutely it's going to be really powerful for your success yeah all right should we dive into Let's do the don'ts. Yeah. Now. Okay. So those are all the do's, you guys. So now here are the don'ts. So the biggest one and most important one, I think, is you don't need or don't or shouldn't share posts with like real estate specific information. Mm-hmm. It can get really touchy about you not being licensed right. and stuff. Um, the whole reason why like a broker exists is a broker is responsible for the real estate agents. So if you're not licensed and you're out there sharing information, like it could be misinformation, it, it could be misinformation. And ultimately you're uh, assuming some liability. Cause like, I'm just thinking in an extreme here, if someone saw something that you shared and you weren't licensed yet and they went out and they did this and and then they, you know, lost a bunch of money or something because it was bad advice or just the not the right way to approach it. Like they could sue you probably. And your broker, you weren't licensed at the time. So your broker can't protect you from what you were saying. So it's just not the right thing. Not the right thing to do. And better yet, it's not really the, the time and the place for it yet. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't want to share things like market updates or like featured listings or things like that. I mean, you know, we take this time to really share with your audience about who you are. Like maybe you've been a little bit more quiet on social media up to this point and now you want to use social media for your business. So you can really take this time to kind of lay the foundation of this is who I am and you can get to know me on a personal level before you start implementing the real estate knowledge. Definitely. Definitely building that know, like, and trust factor that's so important when you're in sales. I think that that's really, really important (laughs) moving forward, right? But this is all done, too, through those connection points. Maybe you're building out those connection points. uh, And then it really does help you to kind of solidify how you're going to do content creation. Like, you're Mm -hmm. still kind of learning how to do that even. So um, that's huge. Mm Mm-hmm. So moving into another don't is um, do not keep your journey a secret. You want to get people invested in your journey, right? Your new adventure. Uh, You can absolutely and should be sharing, right? So we just said like what you shouldn't be sharing, but what you could be sharing, you know, and I even love seeing this with our new agents trading on, like they'll put in their bio, um, accepting clients in you know, Mm -hmm. whatever month. And it's like in the future, right? They'll put that in there. They'll also put like licensed realtor coming soon or in Mm -hmm. progress, um, something like that. Like it's just so exciting. And it's future real estate agent, future real estate agent. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, I think it's so cute. I love Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, Again, like saying, I wish I would have done something. I wish I would have known or done. (laughs) Exactly. Didn't think about it. Didn't know, (laughs) didn't even know that I was going to do social media for my business. Right. (laughs) So, but definitely go ahead and put that out there on your bio and then just start getting used to like sharing your journey through Mm -hmm. the process and on top of that your last but 
not least, don't mm-hmm. here is don't create a separate real estate profile. <laughs> I get this question a lot in the DMs. <laughs> don't you think that? Yeah, yeah. It, it comes up a lot. A lot. And I mean, we've said it once. We'll say it again. You don't want to go and create a new profile for the sake of your new business. You will absolutely want to use your current profile that you have already to start building from. Mm -hmm. I really want you to think about this, right? Like your following is already full of your best first clients or your best referrals. Mm -hmm. So if you go and ask any successful real estate agent in the business where their best clients have come from, and honestly, they'll always tell you their sphere of influence, their SOI. Mm-hmm. Your sphere of influence is, you know, anybody that you really know, like your friends, your family members, maybe it's past like people that you've worked with before, mom friends, whatever it is. But those people follow you currently and they're already showing up there watching your stuff. So like that's mm-hmm. where you need to be. I also get this question a lot like, well, what if I have like photos that I don't want on that profile anymore? Like and I don't want to delete them or whatever. You can archive old photos. Just mm-hmm. archive them. Update your profile bio and picture and then just get started right where you're at. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think this is so important. And yes, it it does bear repeating not to create a separate profile. I recently like bought my new Airbnb Mm -hmm. and I created a new Instagram account for it because I wanted people to be able to tag it and, you know, all of that stuff when it comes to marketing that property. And I mean, I'm experiencing firsthand how difficult it is to get people to go follow another account. It you truly know? is. Because so, unless they find interest in it in that exact moment, like a need, I should say. Yeah. If they need that right then, then they'll maybe go and follow it. Or maybe it's somebody that's close to you. So they're going to go follow it out of support. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah, it's incredibly hard to get people to go follow you over there. So if you're like pushing out, hey, I'm going to have this like new real estate page. Maybe they're not in the market to buy a house right now. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go and follow that new page because they don't need that service right now. It doesn't necessarily right. mean they don't support you, mm-hmm. right? But they're going to keep following you on your current personal page <laughs> is yeah. what we're thinking. Um, so yeah, don't go create a second profile. Like you are your business mm-hmm. in this type of industry. Um, there's so many real estate agents out there. We've said that before too, you know. How do you set yourself apart? Well, we want people to know us, like us, and trust us. So that's how you're going to do that. And that means know, like, and trust us more on just realist, more on personal and, levels than yes. just on your real estate <laughs> that side. That did not come out. <laughs> the way it happens I to the best to. of us, right? Every but time. Yeah. Okay, guys. Yeah. I any pre licensees out there? We hope that. This episode was helpful. I feel like it was a good episode. Definitely. It kind of sparked some ideas for you at the very least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you go out there and you do start uh, creating your profile, right? They're like putting out there on your bio. Tag us. We'd love to see it. We're here to support you too. Yeah. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Socially Modern. Interested in partnering with us on our nationwide real estate team? Check the show notes of this episode to schedule a call with one of us to learn more. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all the latest updates on the show at Socially Modern. You can also follow me, Stephanie, at Hey Stephanie Mainville. And me, Jessie, at Miss Jessie Lockhart. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you next week.